on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. And obviously more of the papers are uh, going with the sadness from Greece yesterday. The Irish Daily Mail, they just want to come home. They say that hundreds of traumatised and heartbroken students are making their way home from the Greek island of Eos today. Uh, following the tragic deaths of two of their school friends. Local police have confirmed that separate inquiries are underway into the deaths of Andrew O'Donnell and Max Wall. So obviously everyone devastated by this news and hundreds of Leaving Cert teenagers are trying now to leave the Greek island of Eos. The Irish Daily Star, our worst nightmare, a school principal has said he's heartbroken following the deaths of two Leaving Cert students on the Greek island of Eos. This is Tim Kelleher, who we heard on the Pat Kenny show here on News Talk yesterday, and you could really just hear the upset in his voice talking about this. The Irish Daily Mirror, our hearts are broken. A school principal says he's heartbroken following the deaths of two students on a Greek island. The Irish Independent goes with the other news from abroad that an Irish man uh, has been arrested as mother of two is strangled on holiday. The Irish man, who isn't named, was in police custody last night over the murder of a woman in Salou, which of course is a very popular holiday spot, particularly for the Irish as well. The 36-year-old Irish woman, a mother of two, found dead at the Hotel Magnolia at half nine on Sunday night. She'd been violently assaulted and is believed to have been strangled. Also on the front of the Irish Independent, they go with more from RTE. So they have a photograph of 2FM presenter Dieran Garrahy, who is pictured with uh, some quick oats in her hand. And apparently she made the ad for Flavins in the RT studios. The ad has since been removed from Instagram, or I presume the post that she put up has been removed from Instagram. And the story is that RT stars are earning huge money from ads on their personal social media. And this is after we had the ad from Lottie Ryan for a car, which was recorded uh, in the car park of RT on the campus of RT. So the Irish Independent looking more at that. The Irish Sun also goes with RT on the front page. Tuberty, RT bosses want Ryan back on air or not Tuberty, but majority of staff say no way. And the Irish Sun says that management in RT essentially want Ryan Tuberty back on the airwaves and that he is golden boy, uh, but that the staff or some of the staff don't want him to come back. Um, so that's according to the front of the Irish Sun, which has been speaking to a lot of sources in RTE. The Irish Examiner goes with further crash fee cuts likely in the budget. So obviously we have the summer economic statement out later today and a significant cut to childcare costs along with structural changes to the sector will form part of October's budget. It's understood Children's Minister Roderick O'Gorman is pushing for a cut of up to 25% in childcare costs and also introducing a DESH-style scheme for early years care. Now, Minister O'Gorman will be on News Talk Breakfast this morning, so we'll hear what his plan is about uh, childcare and how he's trying to reduce the cost of that. He'll probably say he's not allowed to say anything because budget negotiations are ongoing, but he can't ignore the front of the examiner this morning. The budget is also on the front of the Irish Times, one-off spending measures likely in the budget. So this is kind of like last year's budget as well. A significant package of one-off spending measures likely to be included in the budget, uh, according to sources. Ministers expect this. Leaders of the government parties and the two budget ministers were locked in talks late last night ahead of the summer economic statement. So that'll be out later on today. And that kind of sets out the parameters 
kind of how much money there is to spend and what the plan is for next year. The Irish Times goes with Taylor Swift concerts and yet again more about hotels and gouging and Taylor Swift fans thought they weren't being gouged. They thought they'd got reasonable accommodation in Dublin uh, because the minute she announced her concerts, they booked the accommodation. However, they have now been left fuming after bookings were abruptly cancelled by one hotel over the weekend. So Taylor Swift is due to play next June 28th and 29th. Tickets don't go on sale until later this month, but already people are booking hotels. Some people thought they got a decent enough price. However, now they've been contacted by hotels saying essentially uh, we've double booked or we're no longer able to give you uh, that price and you can read more about that in the Irish Times. The hotel says, this is the Radisson, which says that this is due to an error because its hotel bedroom booking system experienced an operational system error which resulted in a significant overbooking of bedrooms for the 28th and 29th of June. So uh, a big report there from Conor Pope in the Irish Times. In the Irish Sun, we're told that we're all very stressed here in Ireland. Ireland has been ranked among Europe's most stressful countries. A study examined 35 European countries to discover the most stressed nations. So they looked at depression, anxiety, stress, sadness and enjoyment, as well as average weekly hours worked. And essentially, we're all very down and stressed here in Ireland. Uh, Ukraine and Russia weren't in the survey because of the war. What they did find was that Greece is the most stressed country in Europe. Turkey ranks the second most. Portugal is in third. Malta and Cyprus fourth and fifth. And Ireland is sixth out of 35 European countries. If you'd like to go to somewhere that isn't very stressful, apparently that's Denmark. Uh, Quite expensive to be in Denmark, but they're not stressed there, apparently. Now, another TV show being revived. It's amazing. It's like as if TV producers don't have any creativity anymore. They just keep going back to the same old shows and doing revivals of them because we had a remake of Grange Hill announced recently. Now, this morning, we've the news 30 years after PJ and Duncan left Biker Grove, Ant and Deck are reviving Biker Grove. The show's being reinvented for a primetime audience and uh, it's going to return to follow the members of a youth club in Newcastle. And uh, Ant and Deck are going to be in it, apparently. Maybe some sort of cameo appearance. We have Grain Chill. Now we have Ant and Deck back with Biker Grove and staying with TV in The Telegraph this morning. Uh, they're looking at why the Brits voted for Brexit and they're blaming sitcoms for it, if you don't mind. So sitcoms like Allo Allo, Dad's Army and Faulty Towers all the way back to the 1960s, are being blamed for the reason why Britons voted for Brexit, particularly Allo Allo, which amplified some of the thinking that lay below the decision for the UK to quit the European Union. Uh, This is according to Gavin Schaffer, who's a historian at the University of Birmingham, and he has found clues in comedies that reflected the public's ambivalence towards the EU and a desire to stand apart from the continent. So he looks at Dad's army, uh, obviously portraying the Second World War as a period of national cooperation and sort of we're all in this together, that stereotypical characters coming together across nations and classes, and it showed 
sort of Britain triumphing over Europeans. Aloha Low presented a light-hearted reflection on the core differences between Britain and its European neighbours. And then Faulty Towers. If you're a fan of that show, you'll remember the Germans episode uh, where Basil Faulty is liberated by his head injury to say things that he would otherwise have considered taboo. He tells staff to make sure that they don't mention the war as well as commenting that he didn't vote for the 1975 EEC referendum result. So now they're saying that because of these classic British sitcoms, that's part of the reason why British people voted for Brexit. And, you know, a lot of the people who voted for Brexit were older people in their 60s, 70s, 80s. So maybe they remember these shows. They were huge shows back when they were young. And maybe there's something in it. I'm not so sure. I don't know. But this professor, a lot more experienced than us. And he says that the lack of seriousness worked to free both creators and audiences to engage with things that would otherwise not be permissible for discussion. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.